Hey, this is Scott Norton, and you're listening to Perch on the Top Rope. Welcome, everyone, to Perched on the Top Rope. I am your host, former Dirt Sheet writer from the Daily DDT, the Sportster, the Richest, Ringside News, and Sportskeeda. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Lee Walker, and it has officially been 18 years since the wrestling world lost Eddie Guerrero. He had passed away November 13th, 2005, of acute heart failure. And stars came out on social media to pay tribute, including Bully Ray, uh, who wrote, 18 years ago today, we lost a ring warrior. This is the exact wrist tape I wore in TNA at Impact Wrestling after learning of his passing. And he posted a photo of the ring tape with... Eddie written on it, and it's very nice. Mark Marrow, who got to work with Eddie in World Championship Wrestling on X, wrote, Remembering the great Eddie Guerrero who passed on this day in 2005, one of the greatest forever missed, 10-9-67-11-13-05, one of my favorite matches, Eddie Guerrero versus Johnny B. Bad. And he posted a link to the match, Former WCW ring announcer David Penzer, hard to believe it's been 18 years since Eddie Guerrero passed, had the honor of sharing many road trips with him. Fantastic guy, fantastic heart, even a better wrestler, one of the best of all time. Thanks for some great memories and the great action I was honored to sit ringside for. Uh, Crowbar, who also worked with Eddie Guerrero uh, had reposted a, a post that someone had posted uh, Eddie Guerrero versus Devin Storm, some serious wrestling from Elks Lodge. Uh, this was 1-11-2002 that this match had happened with Crowbar. And he wrote, R.I.P. Eddie gave me the honor of the best wrestling match of my entire career at a historic Queens Elks Lodge. On this evening, my wife was in my corner and had a few spots with Eddie as well. We speak of this often and how honored and privileged we are for this. Always grateful. And the Bollywood Boys had wrote 18 years later and posted a, an image, uh, R.I.P. Eddie Guerrero, and it was an image of uh, one of the, the brothers meeting Eddie when it comes to Eddie Guerrero in the professional wrestling world. Eddie's accolades literally speak for themselves. When it came to AAA, he was a world tag team champion with Art Bar, who Art was the one who created the Frog Splash, which Eddie Guerrero used to pay tribute to Art because Art passed away while they were teaming together. And now we see wrestlers like Rey Mysterio, his son, Dominic Mysterio, using the Frog Splash to pay tribute to Eddie. You know, we Chavo Guerrero was another one using the Frog Splash to pay tribute to Eddie. In ECW, he was a two-time television champion, which he was part of ECW in 1995, prior going to World Championship Wrestling. 
which in World Championship Wrestling, he was a two-time Cruiserweight Champion, a one-time United States Heavyweight Champion. And in WWE, WWF, of course, he was a two-time WWF European Champion, a two-time WWF slash WWE Intercontinental Champion, a one-time United States Champion, a one-time WWE Champion, and a four-time Tag Team Champion, with Chavo Guerrero being two, two reigns, one with Rey Mysterio, and one with Tajiri. Now, that's not all, fans. He is the 11th Cripple Crown, Cripple Crown Champion and the 6th ever in WWE to be a Grand Slam Champion, which a Grand Slam Champion is somebody who held all the championships at some point in the company. Now... For the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, they always have rankings and things like that. In 2005, Eddie Guerrero was given Best on Interviews. In 1994, he had Feud of the Year. He also had Feud of the Year in 1995 with Dean Malenko. He's given Most Charismatic for 2004 and 2005. Tag Team of the Year 1994 with Art Bar and Tag Team of the Year 2002 with Chavo Guerrero. He would also make the Wrestling Observer Newsletter Hall of Fame Class of 2006. And in WWE, he was the Hall of Fame Class of 2006 as well. Now, let's not forget that he was also part of New Japan Pro Wrestling early in his career. He was there from 1992 to 1996. He was known as the second incarnation of Black Tiger. So in between the runs of New Japan Pro Wrestling in 1995, we would see Eddie Guerrero in Extreme Championship Wrestling. That's right. With Psychosis, Rey Mysterio. There was Eddie Guerrero, Dean Malenko. These guys had phenomenal matches. But it was Eddie Guerrero defeating Two Cold Scorpio in his debut match. April 8th of 1995 to win the ECW World Television Championship. Now, he would go on after this to have a series of matches with Dean Malenko that if you haven't seen them, you got to go to YouTube and find these matches because they are phenomenal matches between Eddie Guerrero and Dean Malenko in ECW. Later in the year, they would both sign to WCW, which was a, a, a better sign for them. But they definitely gained their popularity here in the United States in ECW. 
And the ECW fans didn't want Eddie to leave either because in his last match, uh, the locker room emptied and Eddie and Too Cold Scorpio were carried around the ring while fans were chanting, please don't go. And the please don't go were for Eddie because he was going to World Championship Wrestling. And Eddie would stay in World Championship Wrestling for five years. Uh, What was really interesting was early in his career in WCW, he was working with the likes of Dean Malenko and Chris Benoit, whom he had worked with in New Japan Pro Wrestling, and also in ECW. But it was in 1996 when Guerrero started facing champions, such as getting title shots for the United States Championship against Conan, but also Ric Flair and even having a feud with Ric Flair in the Four Horsemen. He had a feud with Diamond Dallas Page. Now, I know that this is early in his WCW career. And in 1997, you know, you have the whole NWO thing. He would feud with Six. He would feud with Chris Jericho. Again, all big names, but at the time, they're WCW cruiserweights, and they are just treated as such. They're not the main part of the show. If you were a fan of WCW like I was, you were watching WCW for the NWO and 100% the, the cruiserweights, because you, were, you never saw wrestling like this before, ever. So, after 96, though, Guerrero's feuding with the top talent like Ric Flair has come to an end. Primarily feuding with just cruiserweights. You know, Rey Mysterio, Dean Malenko, Ultimo Dragon. Those are wrestlers that he feuded with most of his time. 1998, however... We see frustrations out of Guerrero. And we see the formation of the Latino World Order, which I know you know the Latino World Order today, run by Rey Mysterio, that did have Santos Escobar and had Carlito and Santos's guys and Zelina Vega. But the LWO was something out of frustration. Eddie wanted more out of WCW, even with his popularity. Guerrero had been one of many wrestlers who were frustrated at never being given a chance to be a main event star in WCW. The frustrations came ahead when Guerrero requested that WCW President Eric Bischoff either push his character or give him a raise for family reasons. Bischoff responded by allegedly throwing coffee at Guerrero. However, in his autobiography, Guerrero did state that Bischoff accidentally knocked his coffee on the table and that it was a complete accident. However, 
Furious Guerrero demanded Bischoff release him from his contract on a live episode of Nitro. Guerrero would then leave the company for months, angry at Bischoff at what he had done. Guerrero would later return to WCW, though. However, this time, he would form a group with literally every Lucha Libre star in World Championship Wrestling known as the LWO. And in my honest opinion, this group had all the potential in the world to be just like the New World Order. However, the group would end up getting cut short on WCW when Guerrero was involved in a car accident on New Year's Day in 1999 which would result in a cut of the storyline of the end of, of the LWO. My apologies there. He would come back, though, later that year in 99. But Vince Russo would be fired as the head booker of WCW and was replaced by the taskmaster, Kevin Sullivan, that's right, the same Taskmaster that you can see on our TikTok at Perched on the Top Rope getting humped by a dog. You heard me right, folks. Kevin Sullivan replaced Vince Russo, and Eddie Guerrero asked for his release, and it was granted January 19th of 2000. And this was also alongside Chris Benoit, Dean Malenko, and Perry Saturn. And they would make quite a radical impact in WWF when, when they made it. Uh, it was January 31st, 2000. Uh, episode of Raw's War, the Radicals would end up interfering in a match with the New Age Outlaws, establishing themselves as faces. Now, over the course of this time, we would slowly but surely see members of the Radicals leave, starting with Chris Benoit to focus on a singles career, and then Eddie Guerrero was next while he was focusing on the European Championship. Um, however, the car accident that Eddie had back in 1999, um, he, he would develop an addiction to the pain the pain medication, the pills. Um, in 2001, May of 2001, Eddie was actually sent to rehab, which he missed the entire invasion storyline, which, to be honest, I had completely forgot that he wasn't even part of it. Um, this was because uh, WWE had purchased WCW and had also purchased ECW. Uh, to explain his absence, there was a storyline created where Guerrero was injured by Albert in a match, and on November 9th, 2001, uh, Eddie was arrested for drunk driving, and three days later, the WWF uh, would release him from the company. And I, I, I guess I wasn't paying attention that much at the time. I was in high school. So, 2001, 2002... Guerrero started working the independent scene. Uh, he had worked on the debut show of Ring of Honor, which was known as The Era of Honor Begins. 
And Eddie would also find himself back in New Japan Pro Wrestling in 2002, where he primarily teamed with Black Tiger. He would return to WWE, though, in 2002. And this is where we would get a more fun side of Eddie Guerrero teaming with Chavo Guerrero as Los Guerreros, becoming two-time WWE Tag Team Champions together. But it would be Chavo who would turn on Eddie in 2004 on an episode of SmackDown against the Basham Brothers. As WWE Champion, Eddie Guerrero would have great feuds with JBL, Kurt Angle, Rob Van Dam. He won Tag Team Championship Gold with Rey Mysterio. And his last match in WWE was an episode November 11th on SmackDown defeating Mr. Kennedy by DQ using the signature lie, cheat, and steal tactics to advance on the Survivor Series team. That was his last uh, TV match. His last pay-per-view was No Mercy in a losing effort against Batista for the World Heavyweight Championship. Now, Eddie is forever immortalized on t-shirts, action figures, and video games. And he's in a plethora, plethora of video games. In 1997, he was in his first three video games, which his first appearance was WCW vs. The World on the PlayStation. WCW vs. NWO World Tour on Nintendo 64, and also Virtual Pro Wrestling 64, which was only released in Japan. Uh, Also in 1998, he was in three games. He was in WCW Nitro. He was in Shin Open Pro Wrestling, Tuken Rizadon 3, which was only released in Japan. He was also in the widely popular WCW NWO Revenge on the Nintendo 64. He made two appearances in 1999 with WCW NWO Thunder as an unlockable character, and in 1999 he was in WCW Mayhem. This would be his last video game appearance under World Championship Wrestling. Now, when it comes to the WWF, his first video game appearance came at WWF No Mercy to which he followed through a ton of games. In 2000, he was in WWF SmackDown 2, Know Your Role. He was in WWF Betrayal, and he was in With Attitude in 2001. But also in 2001, he was in WWF Road to WrestleMania and WWF SmackDown Just Bring It. In 2002, he was in WWF Raw on the Xbox. WWE WrestleMania 18, which was the GameCube. WWE Road to WrestleMania 18, which was handheld. He was also in WWE SmackDown Shut Your Mouth for the PlayStation 2. While also appearing on PlayStation 2, he was in a whole other series by Acclaim, Legends of Wrestling 2, which took the Legends of Wrestling and squared them off against each other in what 
Could have been, should have been a fun game. And I had a lot of fun playing it. But the characters were bigger and bulky. Uh, and the action lagged. And uh, nobody stayed down for any move, no matter what. So, still had fun playing it, though. But more or less, that's the game. That is 2002. And in 2003, he was in WWE Crush Hour, which was a racing action-packed game like Twisted Metal. He would then appear in WrestleMania 19, WWE Raw 2 on Xbox, and for the PlayStation 2, WWE SmackDown, Here Comes the Pain, still one of the best in the SmackDown series. In 2004, he would show up in Showdown Legends of Wrestling, which would be the last of that series by acclaim. When it came to the GameCube, he was also in WWE Day of Reckoning. He would also be WWE Survivor Series. He was the cover athlete. And he would appear in WWE SmackDown vs. Raw, the first of the series, on PlayStation 2. 2005, he would be in WWE WrestleMania 21. He would also be in WWE Aftershock. He would also be in WWE SmackDown vs. Raw 2006. And this would be the last video game to be released while Eddie Guerrero was still alive. After this, ladies and gentlemen, in 2006, he would become a legend character. As he would be in SmackDown vs. Raw 2007, SmackDown and Raw 2008. Now, SmackDown vs. Raw 2008 came out in 2007. We would not see Eddie Guerrero in a video game again until 2011, which he would appear in WWE All Stars. And then after that, folks, he would appear in WWE 12, WWE WrestleFest, WWE 13, WWE 2K14, WWE Supercard, the online phone game, which is a card battling game. And then after that, folks, WWE 2K17, 2K18, 2K19, 2K20, 2K Battlegrounds, 2K22, and 2K23. However, I would like to note that in 17, 18, 19, and 20, Eddie Guerrero was a lockable, an unlockable wrestler through in-game currency. So you had to play the game, get money, and then you could go buy Eddie Guerrero. Now, if that list doesn't impress you when it comes to him being in video games, well, folks. I'm going to go through his championships, the most notable ones anyway, for you. Starting with AAA, as he was a AAA World Tag Team Champion with Art Bar, who I had said when Art had passed away, Eddie started using his Frog Splash 
to pay tribute to Art Bar, but also the Three Amigos, the Three su uh, Suplexes, that was also Art Bar. And now we see wrestlers, as I said, paying tribute to Eddie, and still it's a way to pay tribute to Art Bar as well. Uh, ECW, Eddie was a two-time world television champion before leaving to head to World Championship Wrestling. To which in World Championship Wrestling, Eddie would be a one-time United States Heavyweight Champion and a two-time Cruiserweight Champion. While in WWE, he would be a four-time Tag Team Champion, one with Tajiri, two with Chavo Guerrero, and his last title reign being with Rey Mysterio. He was a two-time European Championship, which was the first championship he won in WWE. He was also a United States Champion, a two-time Intercontinental Champion, and a one-time WWE Champion, which allowed him to be the 11th Triple Crown winner, but also the 6th Grand Slam Champion in WWE history. When you go back and you look and hear all these accomplishments, while in WCW, Eddie wanted to feud with the best of the best. And while I say he still did that, is he still got to work with DDP, Ric Flair. It was obviously in WWF slash WWE where they saw the world champion in him. Unfortunately, his time was cut short with his death on November 13th, 2005, of heart failure. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I normally end the show anywhere and everywhere you can find us on social media. Everything is perched on the top rope. You can find us Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, Podbay, Red Circle, you name it, we're there. It's perched on the top rope. And fans, I would like to thank you for ranking us 15th on Chartable's Top 250 in the United States. I'd also like to thank all the other countries that have us on their Chartable rankings. Thank you. I love the fact that you guys are listening and tuning in each and every week, every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. Now, you can also find us on YouTube at Perched on the Top Rope, as we have awesome interviews with AEW's Lance Archer, NWA Samantha Starr, former WWE and current All Japan Pro Wrestling star Yoshitatsu, YouTube.com at Perched on the Top Rope. Ladies and gentlemen, remember, spoiler freeze, the way to be, and we're going to end this show in honor of Eddie Guerrero with a 10-bell salute.